Have you guys seen the newest Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Fantastic movie, awesome themes, friendship, protecting those you love, etc, etc. But there's also a lot of predictive programming in that movie and a lot of very interesting themes they could establish. So for those of you who don't know what predictive programming is, it's essentially this idea that I've learned about being someone who's interested in always seeking the truth and getting down these conspiracy rabbit holes. So what happens is the elites quote-unquote, even though there's nothing elite about them, or the people in power, even though power is often an illusion, will often use Hollywood and all these movies to show certain events and to get us to react a certain way so that this way, when those events actually happen in real life, then we don't actually get outraged and we actually accept them because we've already seen them happen. So, we're back with another episode of Hard Truths, Hard Truths episode 10, I believe. I want the truth! The truth?! You want the truth? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! And we're going to be talking about the predictive programming in the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Also, we're going to be touching on why I also love this movie so much. We're going to be getting into a lot of truth in this, a lot of interesting concepts. So buckle up, because you're going to be in for a wild ride. Can you guys handle the truth? Let's get to the video now. Welcome back to the Jared and James channel, I'm Jared Weiss, and if you guys didn't know that, miss me, then you're not subscribed to the channel, so you know what to do, smash the subscribe button, be sure to leave a like, drop a comment, let me know if you guys think of this video, follow me on every platform, I post regularly everywhere, so check me out wherever you guys listen to content, I'm there. In today's video, as I said, and as you guys know from the title, we're going to be talking about the predictive programming that's found throughout the movie Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which is a fantastic movie, I absolutely loved it, but being a conspiracy truther, I have to get into some of these hard-hitting concepts to hopefully open up your minds and get you guys asking the same questions that I am and digging further into these rabbit holes. Also, for those of you who haven't already checked out my other movie predictive programming video where I talked about some of the other Avengers movies, that video may also be interesting to some of you if you guys like this video, so check that out as well. So let's get to the video right now. Let's start our deep dive now. Also, if any of you guys haven't seen the movie and plan to, I would suggest watching the movie before you watch this video because I'm going to be spoiling it for some of you guys. Hollywood is always going to be using movies, television to program us to have certain outcomes and to react certain ways, and also to tell us the truth. Try to find the truth. The truth. <laughs> about their agendas because this is going to offset, or they believe it's going to offset, their karmic debt that they might receive spiritually if they do all these evil acts to us and we don't know about it. So this is some of their way of telling us about what their plans are, or to show us some truth in the past. They have to tell us what they're doing. That's the way they see it. Now, first off, if we're going to go back into the history of Rocket, aka the really smart and funny raccoon in the movie, the movie goes back into his history and how he came about, and essentially, Rocket was actually genetically modified along with all these other animals who were being tested on. And the place where this is happening reminds me a lot of the whole concept of the M... Mm, RNA cowpokes as Chance Garden calls them for his disguise name because I don't want to get in trouble on YouTube but what have we been hearing about in the media so much for the past few years this idea of modifying our DNA our dinner and if you go along with some of these patterns that have come out 
on the cow pokes which that is once again a disguise word with some of these patents the company who's able to modify your dna actually then owns you because the whole thing is based on our laws you can't become property of a company unless that company owns your dna so if they modify that then you essentially become property of that company which is illustrated by one of bill gates's famous patents and going along the same lines this is why rocket who's given name by his modifier or creator or whatever you to call him the sire guy he keeps referring to him as pi183 so he's essentially this product of the company and therefore he doesn't value his life he can do whatever he wants with him and this also ties back into the whole bill gates wanting to own all the farmland genetically modify the all of our food because then therefore you're essentially paying him and he's essentially owning our food supply which is some dangerous stuff as you guys could imagine moreover rocket's creator in the movie they keep referring to him as the higher evolutionary which evolution being in reference to charles darwin and this nonsensical idea that species evolve over time and can, and can actually change their whole species also keep in mind charles darwin was, was actually a very well-known freemason which means he was part of these secret societies he's trying to do the work of the rockefellers and he's trying to change up our education system he's trying to get us further away from god and promote this idea which i believe is crazy that we came from monkeys as opposed to actually being these purpose-driven god-created humans but as we've all learned in the whole public education system. What I learned in boating school is, uh, well, the rest doesn't matter. Charles Darwin talks about this idea of survival of the fittest. And so therefore, this guy, the higher evolutionary, sees himself as one of the fittest people. And he's trying to create a perfect species, quote unquote, by killing off all the lesser species. I'm not trying to conquer the universe. I'm perfecting it. Which also ties back into the idea of eugenics, which I believe came about in the mid-1900s, which was a sick, evil idea of, of people like Hitler and some of these other awful people, like Bill Gates' dad, Margaret Sanger, the founder of Planned Parenthood, actually, which is very interesting stuff right there. But this idea of eugenics being that certain groups of people and certain characteristics don't deserve to live here, and that only these best qualities should be allowed to live. But who actually makes that choice? These crazy people. And this guy, Sire, Rocket's creator and the modifier, believes that, that he actually is a god who's here to perfect what I believe to be God's creations. My sacred mission is to create the perfect society. He's also all about modifying DNA once again, which is similar to the story of the whole Anunnaki and the Nephilim story, if you guys believe that. These fallen angels actually came down to modify our DNA and to change the course of humanity. So could this guy Sire and his workers, could this organization be a reference to the whole Anunnaki story? Possibly. Moreover, this guy Sire makes reference to this idea of killing his creation killing his killing his lesser creations which is why as i've done many times before i'm going to have to raise it all and starting all over but these select few people get to stay because they see themselves as perfect which once again ties back into the idea of eugenics being used and could this idea of killing off past creations could this be a nod to past resets happening in our history which i believe to definitely be the case if you guys look into the mud floods of the 1800s if you guys look into all of our messed up timelines that we've been taught i believe that a lot of this is due to past resets that have happened and these select few people found a way to keep themselves alive while possibly i don't know but like maybe possibly getting rid of these lesser beings and of course these days as we hear all the time this, this idea of the great reset possibly coming knowing that all these old leaders too old 
are trying to establish this whole new world. What does Sire keep talking about in the movie? Creating the new world? He even has this other Earth that he created. You must find Counter-Earth familiar. Counter-Earth? Where he puts his other creations there. And how does he get all the animals to go along with this idea of the new Earth or the new world? He essentially convinces them that this new world has no bigotry, has nothing bad going on, so like he's, he's convincing them that they're all part of this whole utopia. When Sire moves us to the new world. But then what happens when they're gonna get there? He's gonna kill off all the lesser creations. Does this sound a lot like what's going on these days? We have all these people who are essentially walking themselves to their deaths. We have all these script walkers, all all these people who are following every agenda who are essentially against humanity and who are against God and who are doing the work for these evil ruthless leaders who don't care about any of us. This guy, Sire, once again, tries to create this whole utopian society which if any of you guys have read Animal Farm or you've read any of these books that, that illustrate why communism never works, there is no perfect utopia that can be created by man, especially by all these power-hungry people. And in the movie, you could see that all these people are still fighting with each other. You have people dealing drugs. And so then at one point, Nebula actually says, is this really supposed to be the perfect world? Is this really the perfect society? Ignorance and bigotry. This is the perfect society? And later on, Sire says that he plans to start over once again. Could this be a reference to this idea that human nature is always going to be bad and it's always going to take over and no matter what, there's always going to be some level of fighting or some level of, of distrust in others? Moreover, coming back to this idea of the cowpokes these days, the um, waxes, the waxines. So now, according to Dr. Tom Cowan, who's an incredibly smart holistic practitioner who also authored some incredible books I've read and has been on numerous holistic health podcasts. According to him, he actually believes that it's not possible to alter our genetic code or he even wonders what our DNA actually is and whether or not there's actually more that makes up the human and that decides what characteristics we're made up of and how we act. And I don't want to get too far into that because I probably can't explain that completely well yet, but he believes that the cow pokes are actually just like toxic soups but according to him he doesn't believe that like there's any legit evidence that supports this idea that our proteins could be altered that our rna could be altered and that our dna can be changed i'm not saying that it can't happen i'm just trying to show all sides of the story because dr tom kevin also talks about how we're made up of water which holds memory and could actually hold our soul we're made up of, of this divine spirit the spark that comes from god our beliefs nutrients muscles bones all this incredible stuff and of course, these days we're also filled with toxins. These toxins are definitely altering our health and getting us away from our healthiest states. And this could be contributing to our lessening of our spirit rather than actually messing with our DNA. But once again, I don't know if we're 100% sure either way, but I do find Dr. Tom Cowan's argument very convincing and interesting stuff. Next up, there was this one scene in the movie where Sire is having an issue because he's trying to control the animal's rage when he puts them in this machine that's designed to get them to evolve super fast. But according to him, the problem is that the proteins get all messed up and the filtration system gets all messed up and he can't figure out why the animals become filled with extreme rage. So Rocket actually figures this out and Sire gets gets all crazy because he doesn't know why Rocket's brain was able to figure this out even though he created Rocket and so why can't he figure this out? How did you know P13? I made you 
But taking things back to the idea of predictive programming, what do we see happening when it comes to these to these current leaders and these crazy warped minds, evil people who see themselves as gods, and so they see us as peasants and they see us as subjects, and so what are they trying so hard to do? They're trying to remove the human spirit. They want to remove our free will, and they're essentially trying to weaken us and take away our rage. So when you get when you have this weakened group of men or just like people in general, you end up with very loyal subjects who've essentially been castrated and what do you see happening these days as a result of the toxins in our foods toxins in our medicine being given toxins at birth toxins being sprayed in us the super negative news and media culture what do you see happening these days Men are becoming essentially castrated. Men are becoming submissive. We're getting weaker. Our hormones are changing. Or at the very least, that's like what they're trying to do. They're trying to poison our foods, poison our air, poison our water. So that this way, we don't remember how powerful we are. And we become submissive, loyal subjects to the government and to the state. As opposed to remembering how powerful we are as God's children. And as opposed to remembering our divine purpose here on this earth. Moreover, this idea when it comes to breeding certain groups of people or in the movie animals or children actually and then you tie that back into this idea of pregnancies being carried out through this IVF or in vitro fertilization it makes you wonder could this purpose be to breed humans to be a certain way as opposed to going through the usual mechanism for creation and for pregnancy and for birthing and this isn't me criticizing anyone who uses that method or anyone who has quote-unquote needed that method in order to have a baby but like it definitely makes you wonder what the purposes of that you don't find that suspicious another very interesting scene i found was when the, the people who were working for the higher evolutionary and they're showing this one kid who could survive on 30 calories a day doesn't expend a lot of energy and only needs one hour of sleep i think it was like per week or something like that i think this this concept ties into the whole cc or climate slash weather agenda with how we have this, this whole talk of 15 minute cities we have this whole this whole idea being promoted that humans are the problem that carbon is the issue even though we don't die without it actually and this also ties into the concept of how they want you to be a worker bee for the state because if you're only eating 30 calories a day and this ties into the whole how they want you to eat bugs agenda and the whole world economic forum klaus schwab and the people above him obviously and how they want to convince us that eating high quality healthy food is the problem and so therefore we need to eat their genetically modified garbage or that humans are breathing too much or are using up too much co2 and so this concept of creating this human who doesn't expend any energy who doesn't eat a lot and just like and just works for the state and they're gonna bring this person into the new world i think there's a lot of interesting stuff going on there tying into this guy sire's crazy concept that he sees himself as a god and at one point in the movie he even says he shouts at one of his workers that he believes there is no god and so therefore it was up to him to take over there is no god that's why i stepped in which is complete maniacal craziness as a lot of these rulers these days actually see themselves as as well i mean some of these people may actually believe that like what they're doing is benefiting humanity and creating perfection which is of course a crazy idea especially because their methods for doing this are about killing people off are about getting rid of certain people and about promoting this anti-human agenda this guy could be a little bonkos and another very interesting concept that i thought of after watching this movie is that isn't it crazy and odd how people who talk about utopia are usually the ones who have the most flaws and are far from perfect themselves i mean this guy in the movie sire had to have this this mask on his face at all times which I then gets ripped off and this guy was absolutely crazy but like he saw himself as the perfect leader 
to create this perfect world makes you wonder, doesn't it? Especially when it comes to some of these past world leaders who are absolutely crazy, obviously, and who are absolute sickos, but like, even when it comes to just their looks. I mean, like, this isn't me criticizing anyone's looks, but like, wouldn't you think that, like, it's odd, like, that, like these people speaking of perfection and utopia are usually the ones who are farthest from perfect themselves? It's a very odd concept, I thought of. I find that very odd. Moreover, this guy always referring to his subjects as numbers. Patch AC9 was never meant for the new world, P13. Could this tie into to our whole view of birth certificates and IRS slash tax papers slash credit cards our social security number is designed to see all of us as a number we're always getting boxed into this idea of being seen as numbers as opposed to like these incredible humans that we are and I believe that we're all so much more than just a number we're more than the number on our bank account we're more than any of these numbers that get used to box in and make us feel like we're less than we actually are so those are my thoughts as far as the predictive programming aspect of this movie goes and now to finish off on like a more positive note I want to touch on some of the very heartwarming incredible concepts from this movie towards the end of the movie when Rocket actually has this whole near-death experience he goes to heaven or to the sky and he sees his friends again, the ones who got killed by this evil creator. He sees his friends, Lila, Tiefs, and Floor. And he's speaking to Lila, and he feels awful about what happened. He feels awful about how he got them killed all these years ago. And then Lila is telling him how beautiful the sky is and, and how they've been flying forever. And then Rocket actually says to her, could I come with you? And she says, yes, but not yet, because you still have a purpose here on this earth. You still have a purpose here. Now, a lot of people don't know their purpose or have been convinced that their mistake or landed here by accident, but I don't care how old you are, I don't care what you've been through, if you've breath in your body and you have a reason to keep going, you have a purpose here and you have to honor that. And so I thought that movie scene was very powerful for me. Another one of my favorite themes from the movie is this idea of how powerful friendship is and how if you have just a few if you have even one or two incredible friends in this world you can get through anything in life even some of the hardest of times as long as you have that incredible support system friends family to remind you of how special you are and remind you of your purpose then you can get through some of the hardest times you could overcome anything in this life and i thought that was very powerful how lila keeps saying it's so nice to have friends it really is good to have friends and that also goes back to the old Guardians of the Galaxy and how Peter Quill and the rest of the Guardians are all trying to save Rocket. I love you guys. And they're going to go through the depths of struggle and the depths of, of the universe just to find a way to save Rocket, their best friend. And so I thought that was beautiful. And then also, I also love how Lila says to Rocket, the story has always been yours. The story has been yours all along. Which I believe means it's always up to us to use our free will and remind ourselves of our purpose here and take whatever actions we need to fulfill that purpose to become our best selves and the story is always ours. Even if we're going through some tough stuff, even if it seems like nothing's going right for us, there's always a chance to turn things around and everything's always happening for us, it's not happening to us. It's all about lessons and blessings in this life I believe and so the story is always ours. Even when it feels like it's not, even when it feels like like someone else is writing it for us or even when it feels like everything is going wrong it's it's still our story and it's up to us to make meaning out of it and to find meaning through the struggles and lastly to close things up i wanted to finish off with this one very powerful quote in the movie which i still can't fully grasp what it means and maybe it is maybe it's something that's actually open to interpretation but lila also says to rocket there are the hands that made us and then there are the hands that guide the hands 
There are the hands that make us, and then there are the hands that guide the hands. So now my first thought was, could this be alluding to God creating us, or or in the movie, this creator creating Rocket, but then it's up to us to use our free will? Or maybe could this be alluding to, to us having angels who are always watching over us, and these are the hands that are guiding the hands? So even if you don't realize how special you are, even if you don't realize your divine purpose here, and even if you're going through a rough time, you're always going to have people watching over you, you're always going to have these incredible spirits who are guiding you along your path and showing you the way. Let me know your thoughts on that, because I was actually very curious as to what that quote meant fully. Or could it be the hands guiding the hands? Could that also mean us using our own free will to become our best selves and to make meaning out of our struggles. I'm not sure. Very interesting quote there though. So anyways guys, let me know what your thoughts are on this video. Let me know what your thoughts are on the movie. Let me know if I missed anything when it comes to predictive programming. Let me know if you interpreted any of this stuff differently or the same way as me. Anyways, love you guys. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. Be sure to drop a like, leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think of this video. Follow me on every platform and I will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Mm -hmm.